Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a Kingdom Educator, anointed by the Creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. Welcome everyone. We have made it all the way to episode 40, which is so fun because this has been what a year and a half in the making or a little bit more in the Kingdom Educators podcast. And it's been so fun to hear from many of you how God has been using you during this season, how he's been encouraging you through the testimonies that have been shared. And today I have another testimony or testimonial to release today because Rhonda is here to share with us what's been happening at her school. And we actually met through the teacher's prayer breakfast here in Wichita a couple of years ago. And I have been so blessed to get to know Rhonda through a course that I did earlier this year in 2023 in January. And she is just a precious woman who loves Jesus so much and loves to see God show up in her classroom. So welcome, Rhonda. Thank you, Jessica. I'm so glad to be here and honored to join you. Yeah, thank you so much. I would love to just have us start off, Rhonda, with you sharing with us what drew you to work in education in the first place, because we all have these crazy stories of how God brought us in, and some of them are very different. Some of them are similar, but we'd love to hear what drew you. Of course, of course. I started out my college career. I played basketball, so I was a, a scholarship athlete, and I started out in interior design. Oh, okay. um, I come from a family of educators and coaches, okay. and I just didn't want to go that route. Yeah. And so I intentionally steered away from that, and, and I kind of have a love for interior design and doing that kind of thing. So uh-huh. I started out, but in the summer times, I would be coaching and helping coach during summer basketball camps. And I yeah. fell in love with working with kids. I even tutored a couple of kids and I just really enjoyed those aha moments that they had, you know, that skill that they've been working so hard or the goals that they had set for themselves, them achieving that. It's just the, the light in their eyes and those aha moments. I just yeah. fell in love with all of that. And so I decided to change after year two of, of interior design, I dropped it and went into education, elementary education. Wow. So I've never been sorry that I changed over and have really, really enjoyed the classes that I had to take. And so that's what drew me to education. I just enjoyed the kids yeah. immensely. Well, and this is kind of a fun aside. So Rhonda, you teaching basketball, that's super fun because when we both met in person, we just fell in love with that we're both really tall is it tall exactly we kind of stand above the crowd and we catch each other's eyes right right (laughs) did you continue to coach once you started I did I did and in fact when I married and then started having kids I decided to let go of the, the teaching but I still coached okay so I did the coaching on the side and anyway I loved the coaching part of it too that's really neat thank you for sharing with us absolutely yeah. What were the keys that you grabbed a hold of either from taking 
my course, which it's now called From Burnout to Burn Bright, or just maybe your own relationship with God that drew you to teach in connection with him, like working with him in your classroom? Well, I learned most of what I did, not from Sunday school, but from at home at our family devotions. And so as a young teenager, I accepted the Lord into my life and I, I was baptized then. And then going into teaching, I already had that relationship with Christ and you know, walking through all of that during college and everything, I already prayed over my kids in, you know, and every year I, I desk to desk and pray over each one of them. But there was something really special about that drew me to, you know, the training that you had. And I had kind of gotten away from that with all the to-do lists that teachers have to do these days. Yes. Yes. I kind of got away from that because it was so busy. I -hmm. just, I needed some reminders. And so yeah. more than anything, your classes that we took yeah. reminded me who I am in Christ. Oh, and so good. That I could take that that power, that authority that I have mm-hmm. in Christ mm-hmm. and apply it in my, my classrooms. And then one of the most powerful things and the, the most simple thing that I added, because if, all teachers are looking for something simple that they can do in their classrooms. Yes, yes. In your very first book, The Future Affirmations. Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. At the back. Mm-hmm. So I started writing those affirmations on the board. And so when every day when we'd come in, we would say the Pledge of Allegiance. And then we'd ha- we have this little motto in our school. I will be safe. I will be kind. I will be mm-hmm. responsible. And I will be a leader. And then I would tack on these affirmations like I have unique skills, talents, and abilities that others on this planet need. And I'd have the kids point to themselves. Awesome. And then they would say that. And then some, and every day for that week, yeah. that would be our positive affirmation. And so sometime during the day, I would try to bring that into our conversation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, or sometimes it was when the Holy Spirit said, now's a good time. That's so um, good. I yeah. would just talk about that with the kids. And what is a unique skill? What are our talents? What's your talent? And, you know, we do the turn and talk. And mm-hmm. it was one of those kind of things that we just made in a, a daily routine. And so it was something that when something would come up, mm-hmm. it it was a way that we could change the culture of my classroom. And it yeah. really, truly did change the culture of my classroom. It was became more accepting, it became more of a positive, let's cheer each other on, not compete against each other yeah. type of thing. So that it was just such a simple thing, but it was such a powerful thing oh, to that's add okay. to my classroom. Yes. Yeah. I love that you were even like taking that and making it your own. Cause that's something that we all have to do is adapting for that year group of kids. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. Right. Well, and I feel like we're all about differentiating and yes. making sure that we meet all the kids and every year it's different. Every class yes. has its own personality and it it's own, brings its own challenges, its own needs. It's mm-hmm. everything. So we need desperately need, the power of the Holy Spirit to guide us in what it is, creative ways that we can meet those needs and speak truth into their lives because everybody's bombarded with all of this. And so the exciting thing was, is that people started seeing what I was writing up on the board, Uh some of my colleagues. And so 
like I was, I'm right across the, the, the hallway from our counselor. And so our uh-huh. counselors started incorporating some of those things. And then it started kind of catching on with the other teachers. And so we were all doing these positive affirmations. And it, it wasn't long before you could hear kids on their own speaking those kinds of things. And I can't tell oh. you how many times, Jessica. Oh, that's so encouraging. <laughs> that, yeah when the kids are coming in, they all kind of trickle in, you know, as buses come in and kids mm-hmm. come in at the beginning of the day, how they would have conversations and they just felt very comfortable sharing, talking about Jesus and talking wow. about what they're learning in Sunday school. And kids would come up to me, you know, and, and just share some of those things, how mm-hmm. God is doing in their lives. And would I come to this program or that program? And so oh, wow. it, it was a neat, it was really fun. Just that one simple thing Mm -hmm. to add to my classroom that changed the culture in our classroom. And that was just in our, your very first book. And then we do the second book and Mm -hmm. the second book is even so much more transforming. And I was a part of that training and the book had just come fresh off of the printing press when we had grab your hope goggles. Yes. And Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of powerful jewels in there that once again, just reminded me Mm -hmm. who I am and how I needed to speak those truths because all teachers are bombarded with so many challenges that what if I'm taking this from your day 21 of creative ideas from heaven Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to read from it. You say, what are, what if the solutions you seek can be found by asking God to give you creative thoughts for your classroom? Yeah. And of course the creator would have an abundance of ideas. What if I asked him to come reveal his higher ways to me? Mm -hmm. And so I started doing that, you know, I can't tell you how many times I would be in the middle of a lesson and something would pop into my mind. I need to mention this, or I need to say it this way, or I need to demonstrate it this way, or I need to walk over here to this kid. Oh, wow. And Thank you, Lord. Just, so just good. creative. Yes. Creative mm-hmm. ideas and ways in it. They're just simple little things that yeah. that add up to be big things and making yeah. connections with kids. Yeah. So it's like just responding to the nudges that friend Holy Spirit has. Absolutely. I kind of think of it as we always think we know what's happening and he's doing so many things and his grand plan is so much bigger than we can see. And we're playing this little part. But when we follow him, we realize later on, like, oh, this piece worked and that piece worked. And look, he's working in that child. And then this happened. And it's almost Absolutely. like you wake up to, oh my Lord, you do work like eight, Romans eight twenty eight. You do work all things for our good and your glory. Like you've been doing this all along and I didn't even see it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And there's, there's so many times when I look back and I think that I've been away, you know, and, and it's me that's away, not God. God's mm-hmm. been here all the time, but I look back and I see the ways that he has intervened. Yeah. And I think most of us as Christians can look back and see how God has been a part of that designing and creating process in each one of us. I remember one story too, Rhonda, where you shared about there was some kind of turmoil in your classroom with some, I think it was some girls that were maybe being catty. And you had talked about you went out in the hallway and there was just like this miraculous coming together where they were able to work it out. Everybody left peacefully. And like that in and of itself was a miracle that day. Absolutely. And it just seemed like, I mean, both girls were obviously distraught about it and they were in tears and 
you know, you could see the stress was getting to them. And so just the way the, that was all the Holy Spirit. And I can't honestly, Jessica, tell you what it is I said. Yeah. Yeah. But I did say a little prayer before I went out there. Lord, give me the words that I need to do to, yeah. you know, help these girls through this. And it, it's been really neat. And this is something you probably I didn't tell you. But later in the year, mm -hmm. these same girls were having some conflicts with another couple of girls from another class. Okay. And they took those tools that they learned from their little thing uh -huh. and they were able to solve it with these other girls and share wow. it with these other girls. It was so awesome to see that come together. Yeah. I was just skipping and there's no way that I could tell anybody else about it because it was just one of those things you just had to be there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it was just like, thank you, Lord, for, yes. for showing it, showing up and being there with us. Yeah. So, and it's just this little picture too, Rhonda, of when we fall, when we ask him for wisdom, he doesn't withhold. And then he showed you the steps to take and you took them and just your simple, tiny obedience helped to give them tools that they could use then and later on. And we don't know. I mean, we often don't hear back from our students ever sometimes, but it could trickle out to help work through family problems, like generational, even things that go out a long ways. And these kids are impacted and impacts families. And then it's just powerful what God can do in and through our little obediences and our cries for help. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, one thing that comes to mind as you're saying that is God tells us our faith is like a little mustard seed, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where it starts. I just took that little tiny bit. Yeah. And, and who knows how God's going to grow that, you know, yeah. when we are obedient to do what he says, declaring who we are each day yeah. can make a huge difference in the culture of your classroom. So just, oh, that's just so exciting. Great. Thank you for sharing that. It's fun to hear. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> So if anyone is interested in taking the course from burnout to burn bright, it's actually an online course that's available on a platform so that you could take it at your own pace, but it's connect.kingdomeducators.org. And that is the course that Rhonda's talking about. And I am praying about leading it live again sometime soon. So if you're interested and you want to drop me an email to say, I want to take it live, let me know. We really did enjoy our time. We had a wonderful group of teachers from, I think we had three different states even. 11 yes, we did. and people attended when they could and rewatched when they couldn't. And then I ran it again in the spring and we had again, teachers from I think two or three States that time too. And it's so it's encouraging when we feel sometimes so alone as teachers, but then even as believers in public school, especially to connect. And just like Rhonda said, be reminded of who we are in Jesus and the authority that we can walk in, in our classroom. And even in these seasons, like I know we've just learned about some new legislation that came through last year, where we actually have more rights as teachers. And I'm still delving into getting that shared here on the podcast, um, knowing that you have the right to talk to God whenever you want, no matter what laws say <laughs> mm -hmm. and that is the huge piece of connection that we've been talking about. <laughs> that is so encouraging to hear that, you know, there's such a fear right now in 
what do I say? What do I, you know, what can't I say? So Mm -hmm. that would be a powerful podcast to. Yes. And I'm getting some people from that I've met recently, just because I've being out in Topeka's first prayer breakfast and also Manhattan, some different public legislators and people on school board that have some more information than I do and getting them to speak in the authority of their position. So that should be really fun. (laughs) Yes. Well, Rhonda, thank you so much for sharing your heart, your love for seeing the Holy Spirit use you in public education and yeah, being willing. I appreciate it because I know podcasting isn't comfortable for everybody and yet we benefit from people's testimonies because it's prophesying that it's possible for all of us, that God is going to use us and that he's going to speak to us and he, he loves to do that. So Thank you. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes. And as we close out today, would you be willing to just pray for our listeners that they would begin to see God move as they're also asking God for wisdom? My privilege. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we thank you and praise you, Lord, for who you are and how you um, show up and show out, not only in our lives, but in the lives of our students. And we thank you, Father, for the creative ways that you are giving us to the myriad of problems that we encounter in every day and and just the busyness of it all, Father. You are the author of time. And I pray that you would give each teacher listening, each educator, whatever their role may be, the Holy Spirit's Spirit's guidance and direction in their lives. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you for your power that is going to be apparent in each one of these educators' lives. And we thank you, Father, for the testimony that is going to be on our lips, that we will be able to share the good news. Mm -hmm. And I thank you, Father, and I pray all these things in the precious holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rhonda. Thank you, Jessica. It's been fun. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.